This is a HeadGum Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Bell Babies, it's Ryan here. Before we get going, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about Little Boy Stanger. Little Boy Stanger growing up, enjoying being a kid. I was a you know carefree kid. The only thing I really wanted, I love playing with toys and I love sweets. And so if you could, if I could figure out a way to get sweets, I was always angling for that. And the morning breakfast cereal was kind of a little trick to get sweets as a kid because, um, you know, they're real, I mean, it's just sugar, right? And so, you know, you're saying like, oh, it's, hey, it's part of a nutritious breakfast, which was a lie. And my mom was kind of onto it. My mom, Janet, knew the score on that. And so she would limit how much of that stuff I could have. But occasionally I was allowed to get some sweet cereal, but I'd pick friend's house. I'd go to the right friend's house that I knew had cereal. And I, look, I was hanging out with kids I didn't even really like just to get the cereal so I could have those, that, that sweet crunch and fun in the morning. But, um, you know, cut to right now, lots happened, lots changed in my life. I still want the cereal, but I don't want the, the guilt, the calories, the carbohydrates, and the consequences that come with it. So that's where Magic Spoon comes into the picture. Magic Spoon is this amazing, delicious cereal that somehow solved my sugar and cereal dilemma. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. So you are getting that breakfast cereal with that sweet taste and that crunch, minus all the garbage, minus the guilt. And on top of that, it's not like it's just a zero. You're actually getting protein from it. You're getting a gain. You're getting something positive from it outside of the good feelings. Unbelievable. I personally enjoy the blueberry. Uh, I like all the flavors, but the blueberry is my favorite. Um, I've talked about it a lot on the show before. I was stunned at how much I enjoy that blueberry. I, I I don't even know what to tell you. It feels like it's some kind of crazy dessert I'm eating. I'll eat it, you know, you know, traditional, maybe with some oat milk or something, or I'll just go by the handful, just wolf down handfuls of blueberry magic spoon. A lot of people have been asking us if they can build their own custom variety box because with our deal, you get a variety box. And traditionally it was just coming with the, you know, the basic flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. Um, but now you can pick what you want in there and we've got new exciting flavors, peanut butter and cinnamon. Does that sound delicious? It should because they are. Uh, so now make your very own custom variety box with any of the flavors that you know and love, plus the new ones, peanut butter and cinnamon. Look, this cereal tastes amazing. It's honestly too good to be true. I mean, this stuff is, it's keto friendly. It's gluten-free. It's grain-free. It's soy-free. It's low carb, GMO free, whatever you're looking to avoid, it doesn't have. And it's got the protein and the good stuff that you want. If you want to get some Magic Spoon cereal and you want to save on the shipping, go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code dumbbells at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the promo code dumbbells to get that free shipping. That is some savings. And you're building that variety pack now. It's fun. It's like a craft. 
You get to use your creativity. Who can build the Vest variety pack? I would argue that probably I could. But I challenge you guys. See if you can beat me. We'll compare notes on it. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this podcast. Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Aaron McGowan. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is based solely on our working knowledge and a little bit of bro science. That's right. So please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Never. Just a couple of dumbbells trying to get a little, giving you a little help with your fitness and it can start now. Nailed it. You nailed it. I, I took your line, didn't I? No, I don't think so. I think you kind of, um, you're a little more economic with it. I feel like uh, <laughs> it was wordy anyway, you know, and so I feel like you've come in uh, with some, you know, some surgical some tools and yeah, and some edits and yeah. got a little more precise. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh Ryan Stanger, Aaron McGowan here. Aaron's filling in for Eugene Cordero, uh, our wonderful, glorious, uh, honorary Dumbbells co-host, back again, putting up with a lot of Stanger bullshit, a weekend record for Precious Stanger. (laughs) I know, I know. We can record. I am barely awake. (laughs) Uh, I feel like you can hear it in my voice. This is my first cup of coffee. Oh, Nice. And it does have eggnog liqueur in it. How is that? It's so good. I got it from Trader Joe's. <laughs> Aren't now you like Trader Joe's? Just oh, kidding. I- you talk about it all the time. Uh, <laughs> Trader Joe's freak. <laughs> hey, let introduce our guest so that we can pull him in on the conversation. Yes. Okay. So, um, hello. Uh, this is our guest, everybody. <laughs> He's a comedian. He has been an actor on corporate. Go on. Um, he's also my husband. His name is Jason Carlos Signs. Hi. <laughs> Jason. I'm glad to be here, Dumbbells. <laughs> Jason, it's an honor to have you. Uh, we never officially met, but I feel like I know you. And uh, I appreciate you doing the show, man. It's good that you're here on a weekend putting up with, with our bullshit. And, yep. uh, and really, I mean, we're floundering a little bit, so that's why would, usually we'll do a little you pre- consider this floundering really? uh, before Jason started. Yes. And so usually <laughs> we'll do a little preamble before the guests, we pull the guests in, but I was like, we got to, I had to pull the ripcord immediately and bring in Jason. Yeah. I mean, I had already talked about Trader Joe's so that you've got to bring the guest in at that point. I'm here. I can save the show guys. Good. Thank fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, oh, so, so off mic, you know, a lot of like, uh, a lot of to do, we won't bore the listeners with our, uh, with our endless, um, <laughs> recording technical, uh, you know, hurdles that we had to, to, to clear, but we did it. We're here we now. Did it. We if you guys are... are hearing this, it means it worked. Um, so we can get right into it, but we were talking, you guys are, so we're, we're approaching the holidays. It's early mm-hmm. December. You guys are, you just decorated for Christmas. Tell me about that. What happened? Did exterior lights, Aaron mentioned. That's- we, yes. Yeah. We had done, we had gotten a Christmas tree last weekend. Great. A beautiful tree. A silver tipped fir. Mm. It's beautiful. It has room for ornaments to hang. You know, like uh, other trees have, they're just like so full, which are, is also pretty. They're fat. They're out of shape. We got a thin, beautiful tree. <laughs> Uh, it's the most gorgeous tree I've ever had. Same. Yeah. I follow your tree's Instagram and it makes me <laughs> hate my life. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is what it's designed for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why we did it. Um, and so we had done that last weekend and then we had all these extra lights um, mm-hmm. and, and we didn't know what to do with them. And so we attempted to do outside lights. Yeah. Yeah. We, we hung them up by the front door and as uh, Aaron was, was hanging up the final lights here in Van Nuys, California, a ice cream truck went by. So that's where the life we're living, where ice cream trucks and Christmas lights are happening at the same time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's 70 plus December and it's December and you're, when yeah. you're in the hunt, when you're in the sun and when you're in the hun, whatever that means, it's, <laughs> it's hot. I was like excited to say hot and I was trying to get sun out and it came out as hun. And you guys are newlyweds, so it's all kind of cute, I cute. guess. It's pretty cute. Uh, you know what's? You know what I was thinking about with with this Christmas tree names. You sent. You mentioned silver tipped fur. Mm-hmm. What? So, at what point did we start naming these trees? And were they already branded as? I'm guessing that like they were already were already using them as Christmas trees because I feel like all the names kind of lean into Christmas a little bit, except maybe Douglas yeah. fur. I don't know. Just silver tip does really, I guess. But that feels yeah. more Christmas me Christmassy to me. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. I mean, I know trees have been named since, you know, people named stuff, right? right. Yeah. But now Silvertip does make it seem like they got wise to Christmas marketing yeah, and they're like, like, we got you. Yeah. And I wonder if they, you know, started breeding or, you know, like growing trees specifically for Christmas trees. Yeah, that's must, true. Must have. Must have happened. Like the crossbreeding? You mentioned that this is like, this is prime for ornaments. So they're like, look, we got to get some fucking ornaments on these some bitches. We got to figure out how to get a little space in there so people can <laughs> yeah. get this. You know what I mean? Because yeah, some, of them some are, people can live their best life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The big ornament lobby was pushing them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're fucking behind the scenes, funding all this research on hybrid <laughs> seeds. So yeah, they're getting involved. That's smart. Yeah, that really is. Meanwhile, you yeah. know, my son is you know on a Zoom call for school, so. You know, where are our priorities? So where's the money <laughs> yeah. going? Where's the up? money going? Can't get rapid testing, but big ornament can, you know, fund tree research. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, okay. So the guys got the holiday stuff going. How did Thanksgiving go? Did you go? We, we talked about it with you a little, Aaron. Did you guys go crazy on the food pre or post? Did it keep going? Did the feast keep going? Well, we, I will say my biggest downfall was the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> my, I, you know, I made it through Thanksgiving. I felt strong. And then we had like just sides for dinner one night. Okay. Yeah. All we had was sides left. (laughs) And it was just sides and sides. And I just kept eating. It felt like when I'll never, there wasn't like a, it was like, I didn't plan it. It wasn't a meal. It was a, like four hour graze. And that did me in hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, five sides don't make a meal. <laughs> no. It's a fucking no, it pentagon. Makes... The sign of the devil. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could it was a it was a tough week uh for recovery in that in that world. Here's what's here's the rub on that, um, if I may. Uh it, when you just kind of graze like that, it doesn't feel as satisfying. Because mm-hmm. you're just mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, I it's like uh slivering pieces of pie or cake, you know? And then yeah. at a certain point, you're like, half of it's gone. I don't ever remember sitting down and eating a piece. I just kept having right. these slivers. Yeah. I think that's why it was such a, it was such a horrible next day was being like, what did, like, I ate 
so much and it didn't feel like I ate anything. And that is a nightmare yes. to me. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, we did have pie though left over and that was nice. Yeah. And also I guess I haven't had like Thanksgiving at my house. So ah. the leftovers haven't been at my house. Right. You just take home a plate or something. Yeah. You don't take, you have everything left over. And so I am already like worried about Christmas, like, cause we want to make some cookies and I'm like, we have to get rid of all of like Thanksgiving. We have to get, well, we, we, we got to get rid of Christmas already. I'm like, I can't even deal with cookies. I can't yeah, have I cookies guess. in my house. Give them yeah, away. That's, that's trouble for us. Yeah. Give them away. Except yeah. it's COVID. Some people are weird about, did you make it with your hands? Yeah. What? Do you have COVID hands? I mean, I don't know. Just say I coughed them into existence. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we know about you, Aaron. Everybody's heard a lot about me. They're tired of this. I'll continue to I'll continue to yammer. Um, But Jason, we want to hear your story. So kind of what we do on this show is we'll we'll talk to our guests that we have on and you know get uh, maybe your background with kind of exercise and fitness where you grew up a little bit what you did and then we'll talk through that and then maybe end where you are now but it doesn't have to be that i mean any anything you want to anything that pops into your mind when you think of health and fitness i think people like to hear about um you know where it started you know and then mm-hmm. either your uh, whether you took to it or didn't and then where you're at now and any of it's interesting you know we've we've had people that like didn't like exercise, don't like exercise and still don't exercise. And we managed to have a uh, fun, informative show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, I've never been really like an, you know, like a gym rat or a dumbbell, uh, my whole life. Um, but I have been like very health conscious. I think it started with my parents. Uh, they were like real health freaks, health freaks. Okay. I was, I was, we were making our own juice when I was a Holy kid. shit. Uh, I was having tofu and carob, um, you know, as a child, you know, I wasn't having real chocolate and sugar until I was like a teenager. Wow. Shit. Um, yeah. So I was really just, my parents were health nuts and still pretty much are. Um, but I, I was, you know, drinking carrot juice and eating carob and eating soy and tofu. Like when I was eight and 10 years old, where, where did you grow up? Northern Virginia, Northern Virginia. Is it, is it crunchy out there a little bit? No. Like hippie-ish? That was just unique to your parents? I think it was just my parents uh, at that time because my dad had cancer when he was in ah, his 20s. Okay. And I think like after that, he was just very health conscious and and probably like didn't trust conventional medicine at that point. So he's like, let's get some nutrients in you. Let's get some supplements in you. Let's, let's juice our own carrots. Sa- cancer, uh, scary, sad disease. You don't realize the ramifications. Here it did. Uh, it ruined your chocolate experience as a child. <laughs> it did. Yeah, the ramifications. Yeah, the devastation Ripple. that it causes, you know, families. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're fucking eating goddamn carob as an eight year old. Carob as an eight year old for <laughs> Easter. Eight year old. That it, I'm like, our children. I'm just, I'm like, they're gonna have Oreos, you know. Yeah, I I, I or a carob later as an adult. I'm like, this is not anywhere close to sweets. This is not, this should be concrete and you mix it with rocks and you build stuff with it. Even that it's like, have a little more respect in your backyard situation than using carob. Um, you know, (laughs) it's, it's while it looks like chocolate, I think is what did it for Mm -hmm. carob, but it doesn't taste like it. Not at all. And, and maybe uh, people, you know, we know different things now, but maybe not as healthy, you know, no, no catechins or phytonutrients, like the kind of stuff you get. I think maybe it had less fat 
or something in there. And sugar, yeah. And less sugar, yeah. Yeah. And less taste. <laughs> Significantly less taste and bad texture. Yeah. So uh, the carob was horrible. Uh, <laughs> all the all the carrot juice and carob was just bad. Um, you know, I didn't eat in my first M&Ms until I was in high school. Uh, That's so crazy. I know. Peanut M&Ms. Those are fucking good as hell, too. They're the best. Yeah. So I just did sports in high school. I wasn't like a gym rat at all. I like I didn't care about my weights. You know, I really was just young enough to lose weight if I needed to. But I, I didn't really start exercising till you know, after college. What? So were there were there ramifications on on having a limited diet as a kid? Did you when you got into high school and you had a little more autonomy or, de, you know, decisions capability over what you were eating did you go crazy or were you pretty reasonable no i went i went crazy (laughs) i went crazy (laughs) what were you most excited to get into like what was soda so yeah soda soda i mean sprite was my number one (laughs) for many years for many many years um which is just pure sugar and no caffeine it doesn't even have like that it doesn't even give that jolt yeah Sprite was Sprite had really effective advertising for a while. It was like mm-hmm. the cool like sports. It was the stars. cool drink. Yeah, they got like athletes and stuff doing Sprite. Grant and, Hill, Grant Hill. I, mm-hmm. I remember being like, "Whoa, that guy!" Because Grant Hill was like the Sprite guy. He was the Sprite guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like the cool uncola. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's what it was. I used to do Diet Pepsi and then a little bit of Sprite. That wow. was my. Because my cocktail? parents, my parents liked Diet Pepsi, so we had it in the house, and then they would get us Sprite. So I would do a little oh. mix. My dad would would ground me if if any diet soda was in the uh, one mile radius of the house. Because not only is it soda, but it has aspartame in it, and that gives rats cancer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he hated that stuff. Still does. These poor rats, you know, <laughs> being fed all this aspartame, <laughs> just like. Can I be a part of a weight study? I could be a fucking <laughs> chemical study. Yeah. I want to be the rat that gets sugar, you know? Or cocaine. Or cocaine. Yeah, absolutely. That's always fascinating when they're like, the most addictive drugs in rodents is heroin. You know, it's like <laughs> people just shooting heroin into rats. Poor little guys. And are they doing little tiny spoons for the rats? You know? Oh, they got to because they're so cute. Yeah, and they yeah. got a little Bunsen burner that they little, <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. We don't know if you're, if you're uh, a, a biologist or a scientist out there that is doing these studies, let us know if they have um, rat sized drug paraphernalia that these rats are using. Mm-hmm. And if you're tying <laughs> the rat's arm off or if the rat can eject itself. Yeah. What are the details? We want them. Always sad in a movie. If the person can't uh, inject themselves, right? They're like, is they that the saddest so- part? Because they're so messed up. <laughs> They're so messed up or they don't want to do it, but they need the drugs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that is sad. Do the, the scientists inject heroin in between the rat's toes? <laughs> Those tiny little toes. Look, this rat's got a family. He's got to fucking hide these track marks. <laughs> Start <laughs> <No>. seeing <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, can I just say, we just watched this video about um, rats being paralyzed. Like, a human will paralyze this rat. And then they're um, trying to use asparagus to fuse like their spinal cord mm-hmm. back together. It's like rege- regenerative. Yeah, exactly. And Holy it, like, shit. Is, like so they're so we just watched this video of this little 
rats, like, yeah. being paralyzed, and then they put this little asparagus uh, spinal cord situation. It's like a little gel. They made it into a gel, and they put it in the spinal cord. And, like, he, his little feet started to, like, slowly... You know, I it's a very new thing, but it, yeah. was like, it was, like, slowly coming back. Like, he was able to move his feet kind of in a way that was, like, on purpose, not just on accident, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, you topically apply the... Um I mean, it's you have to cut into the spine, but it's up. It's not like they ingest it, and over time, it promotes growth. It's like they're adding it in surgically. It's like it's like they're taking an asparagus and and putting. I don't even know how to really explain it. It's like yeah, it's like using like uh, like uh, was that uh, when you on the wall on drywall, you know, a little spackle or something. Yeah, you know, like a little plaster in there. They use this gel to put it in the. The, the spinal cord injury and it's sort of like make a bridge between the two parts. Yeah. The Fucking parts that are shit. broken. And so it's like supposed to like, because of the way the asparagus is, um, it's like porous in the way your spinal cord Whoa. is. And so it's like showing, it sounds crazy. And honestly, I I'm like, everyone should watch this video. It was fascinating. Yeah. Um, obviously very new, not like not for humans yet, but it was like, what a crazy So you're saying option. this is good to go for humans. <laughs> yes, we If you are, have some asparagus at your house, yeah. grind it up, put it in your spine. And, get, a, and a spinal cord injury. Get, go for it. Get going on it. What the <laughs> hell do you guys know about spinal cord injuries? Uh, yeah, can't wait. We'll get to that. But uh so uh so high school, so yeah, you're 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 going ham on sodas a little bit, playing sports. And did yeah. you did you enjoy the training of, or is it more just the sport, just the fun of playing the sports? You didn't really give a shit about the exercise that went into it. I didn't give a shit about the exercise. I just yeah. wanted to uh, wrestle because I was a fan of Hulk Hogan back in the day. And I was like, this might be what it is. And it's not. You really have to wrestle. And it, it's hard. Um, it's not like you can fake a punch or a clothesline. You really have to wrestle people. So I did one season of that. And then I played basketball. It wasn't, yeah. You're like, hey, man, let, let me, uh, where's my storyline, you know? <laughs> yeah. Aren't I supposed to win this match? Yeah. Know, this guy's 40 pounds heavier than me, but I, yeah. I'm the hero. What is this fucking leotard? I, I got a cowboy hat I'm going to wear, man. I'm not wearing this shit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was fun, but I, I love playing basketball and I, I still love playing basketball. Uh, but, um, I played that and I really enjoyed that. I didn't, you know, I just like playing the game and it was fun. And you're just like, you're naturally thin. Would you say, were you able to kind of like maintain your weight and stay? Yeah. yeah rangy guy. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. I didn't gain much weight. No. Let's get to the part where you gained weight. College. Yeah. College. <laughs> Did you gain some LBs in collage? I did in collage. Yeah. Well, I, I was smoking weed in collage. Okay. And the munchies just made me balloon. I think I gained like the 15, the freshman, you know, 35. Oh, shit. I, I got, that, that was my fattest when those I was are my in favorite, high school. I those mean, are my college. favorite pictures of him. Yeah. Fat Jason in yeah, college? Yeah, is when I feel like I resonate <laughs> with him the most. <laughs> yeah. Because I was getting high, eating Chinese food every night. And uh, I just, I ballooned because I wasn't exercising at all. I wasn't doing any sports in college at all. It's crazy how that shit can happen. And we've talked about it on the show. I mean, it's a, it's a real common thing. It's why we have the, you know, the, all the colloquialisms of like the freshman yeah. 15, but like you, and also like your, your, your sleep pattern goes off, mm-hmm. your eating schedule goes off and then, you know, your activity level drops. You're not a kid playing anymore. You can just kind of fucking 
sit on sit around and study. Um, where did you go to school back east, or were you moving towards the west coast then? No, or? I was still back home. This was George Mason University in Virginia, which is where I'm from, right outside of DC. Is that considered the south or back east? I think I mean it's back east, south. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm. And that's what they call it, back east. So here's what I'm glad about that. I wasn't completely wrong on the geography. (laughs) I was terrified. It is a little nebulous, you know, like I would say, what is, what is, if you say tea, like if you're at a restaurant and you're like, I want to order the tea, does it immediately? No, Ryan. (laughs) No, I also just called you Ryan. That was weird. Okay. Um, uh, Do they bring it automatically sweet or does it come with, like sugar for you to put in yourself. That's your demarcation for the South? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, we had a choice, sweetened or unsweetened in Virginia. Mm. So, so again, okay. we're right there. Unclear. Yeah. We're right there on that, like that right is, below the Mason-Dixon line. We're, you know, we're barely South. Okay. We're not like North Carolina down there, South Carolina. Then you get sweet tea, right? Injected into your vein. Right between your toes. Now, if you do something that's considered not intelligent, would anybody say to you, bless your heart? Uh, yeah, you can get a little bit of that for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, so Aren't that's... you a beautiful soul? You know, you get that. <laughs> wow. 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 But I got that a lot because I'm a big dummy. So I, you know, hey, it was just my family. You're in good company, my man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am intelligence challenged. Is that the right way to say it? Uh, so okay, so we're so you're going you're going to college, munchies, mm-hmm. crushing food, yeah, getting wild with the weed, wild mm-hmm. with the food. What's your you're doing Chinese food? What's your go to order? Ooh, oh, yeah. here we go, here we go, sesame chicken. Okay, which is just like a sugary batter that they yeah. lightly fry it in. Uh, let's get some fried rice. Okay. Um, and then hold the broccoli. <laughs> hold the broccoli. So it's just basically two pounds of rice and fried chicken. He loves he loves um, like Chinese food and like pho, right? Yeah. He, like all like all of the food that when I or when I press order, I just immediately gain six pounds <laughs> of water weight. Like uh, my body can process sugar pretty well, but salt. Yeah. It cannot. And so that is one of the reasons Thanksgiving was so rough. But on the other hand, he loves it. And I, my body, I like it, but my body hates it. Mm. So this is a, like, there will have like a night where I order what I want and he orders what he wants. And that's usually, yeah. it's either wings or Chinese food. Right. It's like, and then the- we race to see who, who which Grubhub gets the door first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the Paul Abdul video with the animated cat. Yeah. That's about oh. salt. It's about salt and uh, sweet, sweet wings. She likes it sweet. I like it salt. Yeah. I like it cold. She likes it hot. <laughs> I'm a cartoon cat. <laughs> She's a, a dancing uh, supermodel. Right. That's is what that, Paul Abdul is. Yeah. I for sure. Everything you said was 100% accurate and true. Uh, did you guys think that cat was cool? I thought he was. He, he was cool, right? He had like a cool jacket and a hat. Yeah. And he's kind of sexy somehow. He's like a, a, a sexy animated thing, which does exist. 
Um, don't tell me it doesn't. Um, Aaron, you don't like this? No. Uh, yeah, I for sure right. don't like it. But also, I I was not raised on Paula Abdul, so I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know the Opposites Attract song? No. Oh, baby. I, I wish I did. I, I don't. I know any hymn. I can sing any hymn. I can even tell you some of the numbers from the old Southern Baptist hymnal. But... Paula Abdul, I missed completely. Wow. Uh, okay. So, so this was a song where she, it's called Opposites Attract. Yeah. And she's, it's like a, a two-hander with her and MC Scat Cat, this guy rapping. <laughs> Nailed and, it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's very of the time. Like, it's very much like a song that like you're, like a rap that your parents would like, because it's okay. like, things go wrong. They make corrections. Like, it's like that kind of rap. Yeah. You know, or like, oh, I can, I can, I like that. Um, and then the video was her duetting and dancing with an animated cat. And if you're mm -hmm. a kid and you're limited in what cartoons were available, we're talking pre-streaming. There's no Netflix. There's no right. in-demand shit. You watch any cartoon you could. And so <laughs> it was like any port in a storm. So I was like really taken by this animated cat because I just wanted to Well, it sounds like you thought it was sexy too. So it's like. Well, that's, that's me figuring that out later. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair, fair but a after this record, Jason, show her, and I will. Uh, yeah, and you'll see what we're talking about. How Jason, sexy any, it is. Any no. thoughts on the cat being sexy? Yes or no? I think the cat. I think their dynamic was sexy. Yeah, I think I. You know, ever since Roger Rabbit, the thought of a human and a and a cartoon getting together has always turned me on. Yeah, yeah, always turns him on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you you just mentioned a cartoon cat. Opt out. <laughs> You'll fuck that cat. Uh, and you mean the Jessica Rabbit, uh, you would yeah. be the human because she was with an animated rabbit. Does Bob Hoskins fuck Jessica Rabbit in that? No, but I think uh, it's Jessica a Rabbit, I think she she fucks. But made love. She made love. She patty caked with... Uh, Acme, I think, was that that was why he, Roger was framed because Acme, Mr. Acme gets That's killed. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So Holy. she was, you know, she was doing her thing. Yeah. She's, you know, she did what she wanted. And then there was Cool World with Brad Pitt. Do you yeah, remember that? Of course. Yeah. That was uh, Kim Basinger was a cartoon and Brad Pitt was a, a real man. And they, they, they boned that movie. Yeah. And you saw it all. You saw it all? Yeah. You see him boned in that movie. Yeah. You see his. Ding? No. Yeah, you see his actual uh, member <laughs> going to a cartoon vagina. <laughs> going oh to a cartoon God. vagina. We're just okay. saying what was in the movie, Aaron. <laughs> okay, okay. All I'll grown watch. Ups. I'll watch it. We have a lot of homework to do on this yeah. podcast. The list is growing. Um. Okay. So. Yeah. Get shit. us back on track. Oh yeah. So we, yeah. So we talked about your Chinese food order. Okay. Right. So yes. Yes. So when did when do you address this weight that you've put on in college? It was it was the year after college where I was still getting, you know, like 24 ounces of Sprite at lunch yeah. on every day. And I was just like, I'm, you know, like I'm now out. I'm not in college anymore. I'm now, you know, in the workforce. I'm 40 pounds overweight. I got to stop. And so I just quit soda and I lost like 30 pounds within two months. This is the problem with guys right there. <laughs> All they have to do is one they just stop drinking soda and then they're hot again. And that's that's very rude of me to say that, you know, because you were probably hot when you were 40 pounds overweight. But come on, just soda. Yeah. That's it. 
You didn't exercise more? Not really, no. Just cut out soda. Because it was like a, a thousand milligrams of sugar every lunch. And you were young, I guess. That's, it takes into consideration, yeah. too. But I just quit that, and I lost a lot of weight. I got a booger on my face. <laughs> well, you hey, see babe, that on the podcast, a booger on my face? No, it's radio. We're good. Oh, crap. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> I just told everybody. Um, yeah, so that's, that's one of my radio, biggest This is radio, not TV. With, huh? uh, with this story alone. You know, it's just the simple act of cutting... Cutting sprite. one thing out of cutting your diet. Cutting Sprite, and then you're back to sexy. Well, there's a good lesson in that. Um to, you know, usually if, if anybody, I'm sure Aaron, you with your clients, if you're kind of tinkering with diet a little bit, it's like the first thing is always just cut the liquid calories right away. Yes, it's true. Um, it is it, true. And it's, I mean, it can be dramatic, you know, like your case where you're, it's, that's, that was the kind of it factor where you're having a thousand, at least extra calories a day, plus whatever yeah. sh- sugar it is. You're just, you know, you just, you pack that weight on. I mean, that's where you see like literally immediate change, you know, as opposed to like small food modifications, you mm-hmm. can take a battle axe to calories by just cutting sugar or the liquid sugar. I agree. I think that's what my parents, uh, was, was trying to do when I was a kid by not giving me any sugar in my drinks, by making me drink, you know, like juice we made out of a juicer. And I also think that's probably why a lot of kids are obese is because it's easy to give them sugary drinks. Oh yeah. I, you're, I mean, it, it's people have gotten better. But it's also, I remember when it was in bottles, like people would have like, there'd be like a toddler with a giant bottle full of apple juice. And it wasn't like a crazy mm-hmm. thing to see. And it's like 58 grams of sugar. Yeah. And the, the kid's like, you know, you know, 15 pounds or something. It's just like, man, he's drinking his weight in fucking sugar. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, you know, like as a parent, oh, it's juice. Yeah. It's healthy. Yeah. I'm going to give my kid a, a gallon of it. Yeah, I remember my mom saying, like, uh, no, have something good for, like, juice, you know? I'd be like, yeah. all right. Yeah, because our right. parents didn't know. They didn't know. They it didn't also know. wasn't as sugary back when they were having juice. It's probably more natural juice. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. And they probably just did it in moderation. They'd have, like, maybe a cup of juice a day. But, you know, the good old Americans, you know, you end up having 40 glasses a day of Martinelli's apple juice mm. Ooh, that's good that's it good stuff good. Ooh, that's yeah. what about when they put it in the little uh, glass shaped apple i know that's oh, so cute yeah that's Fucking nice good as hell man yeah it's a six dollar you know glass yeah. apple juice right there yeah. but you get to keep the glass and that's fun yeah those things are cool man what could what's a good uh side craft you could do with those apple glows? you can make them into ornaments make them into fill ornaments them, fill them up with some glitter they might be yeah. too heavy. Um, mm, you can make them into candles, fill them up with wax and a wick. Or a vase, little vases. That's yeah, what we did with one of them, mm-hmm. right? We have one, I think. Yeah. You can fill it with uh, alcohol and put a little rag at the top and light it. <laughs> it's not a crazy, it's not a crazy explosion. It's a, you know, it's you're a, just. No, it's a nice, yeah. It's yeah. cute. It's fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's festive. Festive. It's festive. Uh, okay, so, so you're. You're losing weight. Mm-hmm. Tell us about all the women you dated after you were like hot and young. Uh, when I was hot and young, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just well, kidding. first I had to get divorced. There was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you had to do that. There first. was that. You know, and now that I was divorced and, and 30 pounds lighter, you look out, America. Look out, world. Here Did you have comes. a weird college marriage? Um, no. <laughs> a I mean, it's not a weird college <laughs> marriage. I just, I mean. 
We did get married in college. We knew each other in high school and then got close in college. And we got married right at the end, right as we were graduating. Um, and so it was like a year or two after that I was like, okay, I need to quit all this soda and I need to quit this wife. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I need to shed these pounds one way or another. Oh my gosh. So, uh, you know, as, as far as, you know, I had a new attitude and a new look on life. That's for sure. That's wild, man. Um, did, was that, was that, was it challenging going through a divorce or was it, um, this is crazy with Aaron, <laughs> like your current wife here. It's okay. We're it's getting okay. into it. I'm like, uh, it. hitting the hard hitting questions here. Um, and also maybe I brought saying, it up, honestly, I'm, I, I, I fucked up. <laughs> maybe saying, yeah, you did. Uh, did, did that, was that a cause of stress for you or was it just like, you know what? We're young enough. This wasn't right. Um, oh no, it was very stressful. It was, was it acrimonious? Um, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it took a while to get there and we're still friends. You know, we still reach out to each other a couple times a year, but at first I was the one pulling the the plug on it. So, you know, yeah. it was, I, I just felt awful about it. Yeah. That's tough, man. You know, which helped with the weight loss because I wasn't eating as much. <laughs> okay. So that was actually, you, you didn't have a bounce back after that. It was, you were not, you were just so stressed you weren't eating. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Now, did that, did that prompt the move to the West Coast or, or when did that start to come? That didn't happen until later. I moved to New York right after that. So I lived in New York for like seven years. And do you find that it really is the city that never sleeps? I'm st I still haven't gone to bed. <laughs> okay. Wow. So yeah, I can't, he just la laps around just, the house. Yeah, I just <laughs> go outside. I, I, I patrol the area. Yep. Which I appreciate for safety. Um, no, it's, I mean, it's true. I'm glad that I was in New York during my twenties because it's for younger people to live. Yeah. What, um, and you had a good experience there. Yeah. I loved it. Is that when you started, started doing stand up? Started doing stand up. Uh, did UCB there? Remember RIP UCB. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and I, you know, met my best friends in New York and I loved it. And I think like I stayed in pretty good shape because I was just walking everywhere. I was walking like five, six miles a day just to go places. Yeah. Rushing off to try to catch a train or, you know, do I hail a cab? Um, Central Park. <laughs> there we go. You've yeah. Seen, hey, New York City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I got to go fucking catch a goddamn cab and stay in shape, all right? Um, <laughs> were you now? If, were, if I ever lived in New York, I would have never gotten anywhere on time because I can't figure out east, west, north, south. You got transfer trains, tra you know, you I, got what, what, the express, local. I truly, I thank God for like the red line here. Like LA has no uh, public transportation that is great except for for me because it goes one direction and then back mm -hmm. that is all i can deal I, with i'm kind of with you aaron except for that it's it's new york is much easier to navigate because it's just a grid like it's a logical it's a grid. grid yeah as opposed First to avenue second avenue third avenue here broadway again you go you're broadway. poking your head in the goddamn bodega and you're going to do a Dwayne reed uh, You're taking me back here, right? You're taking me back. <laughs> I know a lot about New York, honestly. You got the Statue of Liberty. So, you know, I could go on and on. Uh, <laughs> I could go on. Empire and State on. Building. Yeah. But whereas LA is 
that doesn't make any kind of logical sense. It's no just when you feel like you are. get it, you're like, holy shit, you know, Wilshire and Pico Cross, you know, or something weird. Like it just, <laughs> I don't know if that happens, but like it's shit like that to where you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, but that's what Map Quest is for. Map Quest? Yeah, Whoa. she sold Prince out Map Quest. <laughs> Come on. She's so Prince on MapQuest. No wonder she's late to everything. She's pretty on MapQuest. Holy shit. Well, let me get on Webcrawler and pull up MapQuest. <laughs> hey, Bell Babies. Big Rye here. I'm cutting in on this episode because uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about something. 2020. It's been wild, huh? And guess what? It just threw us another loop. The holidays. Yeah. With all that's been going on, I'm sure you guys forgot that the holidays are quickly approaching. It's already December. We're in it. And uh, a lot of my go-to gifts are out of the picture this year, right? I can't, you know, I can't get somebody a concert ticket or concert tickets or movie theater tickets. I would do this kind of fun thing where I'd give somebody a, uh, like a, a membership at a gym for a month or something. I can't do any of that um, because, you know, things are shut down. We're inside. And I don't want to not give gifts out. I want to give people something they can actually enjoy and be excited about, uh, especially after all that's happened this year. And I want to give something that uh, people are really going to need and use and want, you know, not just a garbage gift. You want to know what my, uh, my, my perfect solution to that is? Raycon wireless earbuds. So earbuds, they're a must-have. I don't know if you guys are playing with them yet. If you've used them, I was a long holdout. I would use my, my plug-in earphones because I just thought, oh, that's, that's the way to go. It's, it's the most convenient or whatever it is. The second I switched to the Raycons, I got the E25s, love them. I was an instant believer. They're, they come in their, the magnetic case that they charge in the case. So that's a slam dunk. You're not going to lose them because you got this nifty little case. They look slick and they sound amazing. Uh, they're paying attention to the audio and they're not going to completely break your bank. They're significantly more affordable than any of the other wireless earbuds that are on the market right now. They've got seamless Bluetooth pairing. They're comfortable. They've got a noise isolating fit. Um, and you can listen to them right out of the box. There's no long setup. Um, you keep listening to them for hours. Battery life is good. They will last the audio. Like I said, sounds amazing. Uh, and I would, Definitely say it's comparable to what you'd get from any one of those other premium brands that are that are too expensive, cost prohibitive, I would say, because Raycons are are half the price. They start at half the price of those other competitors. It's something you can use for anything. You can use it for calls. You can use it for, for music. Um, you can use it for work uh, or play. You can use it at home or on the go. It's the gift that keeps on giving. They're going to think, whoever you get this for is going to think of you anytime they pop those ear, earbuds in, baby, those Raycons in, take a dog for a walk, um, tap their ear to take a work call. It's amazing. You feel like you're in a sci-fi movie. You tap your ear and just start talking and people can hear you and it's right in your ears. It's pretty exciting stuff. And uh, guess what? Maybe you're saying, hey, right, they already have a pair. They already have a pair of wireless buds. Well, guess what, man? They always need a spare, all right? Have you ever had yours when you needed them? You pulled, reached for yours when you needed them. They're not charged. Well, guess what? You got a backup pair charged. Boom. I'm telling you guys, it's a no-brainer gift. It's the perfect gift. Raycon is being generous for the holidays. So 
On top of their everyday great prices, they're offering my listeners 15% off right now. Go to buyraycon.com slash dumbbells today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash dumbbells. Buyraycon.com slash dumbbells. It's a no-brainer, guys. Bell Babies is Ryan again. I wanted to ask you guys, what's interfering with your happiness? What is preventing you right now from being happy outside of maybe being a little sick of me? Maybe you're bored with Stanger. <laughs> We're going deeper than that. We got to go deeper than that. Let's, let's, let's screw down a little further. Is there something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know, you know, for me, like I, I had issues with with some food stuff, you know, to where I was, I've made a, you know, a big point of talking about it on the show to where I'd be eating in the middle of the night. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I had some, some food goals that I wanted to achieve for some, you know, for some health and wellness and body stuff. And I needed to figure out what was going on, um, you know, in my mind that was making me feel the need to kind of, you know, eat or overeat in the middle of the night. And, uh, that was, you know, that was something that for me personally was affecting, you know, me from being happy or from achieving my goals. And I wish at the time that I had known about better help because better help will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You connect in a safe and private online environment. And it's so convenient, you know, right now, uh, we're not going out as much as we used to. And maybe you feel like you need some help. You need some therapy, uh, but you don't know who the right therapist is. You don't want to go knocking on a bunch of office doors. You don't want to go into a bunch of offices. Well, BetterHelp's going to figure out what you need for you and, uh, and set you up in a safe online environment. Um, you could start communicating in under 24 hours. So right away, you're going to get that help that you need. And so if you have the impulse and you feel like you need some help, what would it hurt? You'll be talking to somebody in under 24 hours. And now let me make it clear, this isn't self-help. It's not anything, any kind of woo-woo thing. This is professional counseling, you know, with a licensed therapist. Um, you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get a timely, thoughtful response. Uh, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So uh, you're off to the races. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and uh, free to change counselors if needed. Yeah. So look that, you know, that's something that's always uncomfortable. If you have to break up with a counselor, um, you know, you've been seeing somebody and you get something you got to do in person. It's nice to have better help just taking care of that for you. So you don't have to have any of those awkward meetings and look, you know, another thing about better help, it's affordable and, uh, you know, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and they do offer financial aid and they're offering this service to clients worldwide. And, uh, you, whatever you need, I mentioned that, you know, my stuff was food related, but you know, there's, they've got counselors that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. Um, anything you share is going to be confidential. Uh, so look guys, this is convenient. It's professional and it's affordable. And I should make it clear that this is not a cr uh, crisis line. So this is for help you know, but that's not a crisis line. So I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. 
Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. What are you waiting for? Okay, so you come out to, to Los Angeles. Yeah. Now you don't have the walking as much. You're not doing your five, six Oh, miles. I gained another 10 pounds when I came out here, for sure, to LA. Because of camera ads. Or, or, and I'm yeah. always on camera. <laughs> always on camera. <laughs> as soon as I came out here, they put me on camera. <laughs> what, what, uh, when was the LA move? Uh, 2015. Okay, so pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, but it's about five years this October. Oh, cool. All right. Um, but I gained the weight back because I was just driving everywhere, not walking, and fast food at every corner. Yeah. You know, it's hard to pass up, you know, so many fast food choices. What were what were your fast food orders? Here we go. Here we go. Uh, you know, I like a Whopper. Oh, Burger King guy. Yeah. I mean, just the Whopper. Okay. I, I don't like their other stuff. Uh, Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. That's new though. That hasn't been around for that long. True, but I did like their spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's and good. That's as been hell. around for a while. Yeah. Um, I heard that you're like you love the baked potato from Wendy's too, right? No, <laughs> he's always in this. I want a, chi- a cup of chili and a baked potato from Wendy's. <laughs> And just eat it as I'm driving. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a baked potato while I'm driving around, you know. Yeah, and the a cup perfect of chili, yeah. portable food. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's doing the? Remember, there was a salad bar at Wendy's for a while too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Those little cubed pieces of ham. Yeah. What a salad bar. Mm. <laughs> I love cubed ham. I do. I, I just uh, recently read that. Kale or Pizza Hut was the number one buyer of kale in the 90s because they would surround their salad bars with it. Yeah. Yes. No Holy one would eat it. They would just surround their salad bars with kale. God damn, that's fucking Before wild. it was a popular thing to eat. Yeah. I remember that. I always wondered yeah. what it was. I was like, what is this fucking AstroTurf shit they're using? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, God it's going to yeah. be in your diet in about 10 years. You're yeah. going to have to eat it. Yeah. That's uh, so you're <laughs> that's. um. So that's the fast food. So were you like, was it just convenience and um, finances? I think it was finances. Yeah. And also like a little bit of depression moving out here and, and, um, you know, trying to get a, you know, my footing. Yeah. Not knowing as many people as I did back home. So a little bit of that, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm I'm going home at, you know, 730 on a Friday. Don't really have any plans. (laughs) Might as well drive through Wendy's real quick. Yeah. Or get a Whopper. Or get a Whopper. <laughs> you get the fries? Where? Anywhere. All of them. I mean, not a big fries guy, you know. Whoa. Wow. Really not. I mean, unless the we're hottest talking, take of the day. Unless we're talking uh, a Frosty from Wendy's, then you got to get fries. That's, that's what I'm talking about. But unless I got a Frosty, I, I ain't messing with the fries. Wow. I think you were saying messing and not fucking. I could see you, that change. You just said it, honey. Is, that a, is this a thing that you brought up? Fries? No, 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 fucking no. with messing. No, I just he I just saw him changes. He was gonna he's and then he said messing. And I was like, good. I'm I was messing. gonna say fucking with fries, <laughs> but Aaron caught me and I said messing. So <laughs> and then here we are, eight minutes later. <laughs> uh do you are is language something you're trying to work on around the house? Um no. It was just an observation you made. It was Aaron, just that's funny. Yeah, I was like, why, why three quarters of the way in would you switch from fucking domestic? Well, it would have been okay if you did, you know, immediately call it out. I know. Well, I'm right. I'm so close to your face. I could see it. So, uh, listen, I, 
I, I like that. Uh, I like that it happened. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's like, I'm just trying to get a peek into the marriage. No, we, I do. Know. I will say when I started, uh, when quarantine started, Jason got me animal crossing. Oh yeah. Game, and I felt weird. I like, I started saying Frick all the time because it was funny, I think. And also it felt weird to say fuck when I was like playing with like these little animal crossing <laughs> games. It was just like, why am I going to say fuck if, if I can't figure out like, you know, mm-hmm. how to get a ladder made, you know? Yeah, for so, a rabbit. For, yeah. So I'm like, instead, I'm just saying frick all the time. And so now we, I think in our house, we say frick because it's funny. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I agree, but. Um... <laughs> okay. Well, thank God we didn't marry you. Thank God. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying I'm convinced either way yet is more. Okay, I, can, I see where you're going. Maybe. I don't know. Let's not say no to this try marriage yet. Um, okay. <laughs> wait till the end of the show. I might okay. win you over. Right. I might not. Um, so, but Animal Crossing, do you still play or has that cooled? Oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That was the I, shit for a while. People were, it, fucking- was. it was huge. Everyone was loving it back at the, the first month of quarantine. I, I held on for like three months pretty regularly. And then I would say our life actually got busy yeah. In ways that made it feel like it was wasting time instead of like helping me get through a yeah. dark time, you yeah. know? So I don't have but time. I know they have they have like a Christmas update where you can, you know, decorate your own tree and give presents to your neighbors and you know, like they're trying I'll to check in. They're trying I'll to check you back in. in. Yeah. Yeah. The writing's but, on the wall for Animal Crossing. They know and they're like, hey, it's fucking Christmas. Get your island nice again. Come on. They're, they're, Please they're, come back. Please. They're encouraging like small, like big gatherings too, like to get people yeah. sick. Yeah. We got, it's like the only time you can have a big gathering. Yeah. Is, is online. Yeah. yeah. No restrictions here at yeah. Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Did you really trick out your islands? No. No. She spends most of her time oh. picking up seashells. I love to pick and up and selling them at the store, <laughs> and then not doing anything with the millions of dollars that she has. <laughs> millions of dollars. You're hoarding so, all that cash. She's hoarding cash. <laughs> millions, and I feel powerful. It's not good for the economy. You got to spend. You got to encourage. There's other animals on the island starving, can't get a meal, and yeah. she's just rolling in bells. I'm rolling in bells. It does feel good though. Uh, it's it's comforting. Yeah. Um, so okay, so we got you. We we find you in L.A. now. Uh, did you now? Did you address this weight gain in L.A. or I? You know, by this point, I was in my mid thirties. I was pushing forty when I moved to L.A. Okay, and I realized I saw my body slowing down, and I saw I go out to have a couple of drinks, and the next day I feel bloated, and and you know I'm looking yeah. fat. Yeah, it's you know? weird. It's so weird. You're it's like, weird. Shit. My body doesn't let me do things like that anymore. So um, thankfully, like I, uh, well, at first I started doing like trials, like at gyms, you know, like get a one week free. Yeah. Smart. So I did that at many gyms, went to Gold's Gym, went to LA Fitness, uh, two different LA Fitnesses. So like for like a solid month, I had gym membership free. Just by bouncing around the city. <laughs> I would love to see like a, a super cut of you um, pretending <laughs> to be interested in all these gyms. Like, mm, I got to tell you. Well, I tell you what, Chris, everything looks really nice. I think it could be a fit. You know, we'll try it out for a week and we'll see. How, we'll see I just want to see if this, the machines you work. Know, I don't know. You know, we'll see. 
Uh, and at the end, you know, I have to listen to their spiel about signing yeah. up for a year. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't think it's in the bu- bu- budget right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't until I got like a real job that I could afford going to the gym a couple of times a week that I really started getting in shape again, cutting my weight and like I got a, a scale so I could track my progress and I was, you know, getting fit again um, and losing weight again, like purposefully, which felt good. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's that you're just figuring out what, what new body you're in, um, you know? And so as you, you know, as we age and as stuff happens, you know, you just got to figure out what body you're in and then just re-audit, recalibrate, and then see, you know, talking about the the hormonal change that happens with aging. It's even if it's subtle, it uh, you do, you do see it on your body. And then you couple that with an environmental change. And, mm-hmm. um, I, you're talking about like, uh, the night drinking. I remember I did a, a commercial and it was an all night shoot and, uh, there was a couple of them. And I remember just as a kid, just deciding to stay awake and, you know, right. you, like in college, you just, ah, I, I don't have to, I'll just stay up the next day and then like go to class and you know, you're tired, but you make it through doing this fucking shoot. I still remember it. It was like six years ago. I was, I was wrecked for like two months. <laughs> To like yeah. recovering from it. I was like, holy shit, I'm fucking old as hell. Like it's this, I don't know if I'll ever bounce back from this. <laughs> <laughs> and I used no, to just be I, like, just real cavalier. Like I'll just stay up through the night, watch the sun come up and then, you yeah, know, we'll catch up later. Not anymore. No, not anymore. Not kiddo. anymore. You're old. You I mean, gotta get your eight hours of sleep. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta have not like drink gal- any alcohol that night before. Yeah. yeah. A gallon of water. Or you can feel it, you can see it. I didn't have enough water. And then I'm <laughs> I my week is ruined. <laughs> ruined. Ruined. Okay, so then so you, you get to a good place and then you know what happens next? <laughs> uh, <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> I um, mean you did, you read the transition perfectly, Stanger. You read it perfect. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what happened next, right after a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Uh, dumbbells, uh, sponsored by this next story. Anyway, so, um, Aaron and I, uh, had, had met each other a couple years ago, but, um, you know, I had asked her out, but she was with somebody at the time. So she's like, can't do it right now. And I'm like, got the message. Um, so when finally she was available, she like hit me up and we started dating and it was all, uh, you know, like immediately really fun and we immediately clicked and uh, it was our third date that we went out. We saw a show. It was, uh, it was, it was great. It was a lot of fun um, dancing and having a great time. And then we came back. We went up on my roof and uh, we fell through a skylight. Both right. of us. Yeah. Aaron got a nasty cut on her head. Thank God that was it. But I dislocated my back and now I'm paraplegic and I'm paralyzed from the waist down. Right. It's been two years since yeah. that happened. It's been two yeah. years. It feels so I, I follow this cause we know Aaron obviously. And then Aaron's been on the show to talk about her side of it as a guest. Um, and then I, you know, of course every you know, it's a, it's a smaller community here in LA for, for our listeners know that we have a lot of people from, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater on as guests. And, you know, Eugene and I are pr- from that. And so we, we, you know, we were following the story going on and Jason, and I, we never, I think probably because you were a New York guy, uh, we, we know a lot of the same people, but didn't know each other. 
but it was mm-hmm. this crazy thing to follow. Um, and it's amazing that it's been two years because it feels like a short time and a long time on the mm-hmm. outside of it. I'm sure it's, you know, the, the feelings are infinitely more complex and different for you, but, yeah. um, but you know, and this is, this is this thing too, to where, so, okay, we have you on as a guest and you know, you are paralyzed from the waist down, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it's not on you to be like a spokesperson for, you know, people that ha- have had a catastrophic life incident or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody that's parapol, you know, it's just, you're who you are, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I'm trying to think of, um, the, the, you know, cool questions to ask and, and what, you know, I, here's a, so here's an angle, you know, we have people on that have some disabilities and, um, and, you know, it's, I don't know if we've had enough representation in that respect and people kind of talking about that. And then even, you know, just recently I, I talked about on the show, like I have a autoimmune disease and I don't know if I brought it up before, but somebody wrote in and she's like, I, I have an autoimmune disease. Thank you so much for finally fucking talking mm. about it, you know? And mm-hmm. so I, I look at you guys and I follow you guys on Instagram and you seem to be in the best shape of your life. Like you're completely thriving and like fucking kicking ass and look healthy and, you know, and strong. What, what was that like? What did that, what happened there? Well, it, you know, when I first got out of rehab, I was very skinny. Yeah. I lost a lot of weight and muscle, um, from just being in the hospital for so long. Um, thankfully I met in rehab, I met a guy named Leo who was also in a wheelchair. Um, but this guy is jacked. Yeah. Oh, cool. This guy is, 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 uh, he's a big dude. Um, and he, you know, he worked out before he got in his accident. It was a motorcycle accident, but he continued after he was paralyzed. And so he came and saw me in rehab and I just was so impressed with him. I was like, when I get out, could you train me? And he said, absolutely. Give me a call. And so when I got out, I was in a, an apartment building that had a a gym in it before, you know, COVID hit. And so Leo would come out, um, once or twice a week and for an hour and a half in this gym. And since he was in a wheelchair too, he knew what to do. He knew what exercises to show me. And I started gaining weight. I started gaining muscle. And, uh, it was like those couple months before we all had to stay inside forever um, I was feeling really strong. I was, I was feeling really good about myself. What? So was Leo, um, going through this at the same time or he was ahead of you? No, he was ahead. He, gotcha. uh, he got injured probably like six, eight years ago. Okay. Wow. There was, there was a day that, um, I think it was like last Christmas mm-hmm. where Leo came and, um, and he was training Jason and me and Jason's mom and dad and brother were all just in the gym working out. And Leo had us come over to like watch um, Jason bench press. And there was this moment where Jason was transferring onto the bench. And, you know, the benches are like eight inches wide, six to eight inches wide. And so the three of us are standing there and we all, all three of us like like lurched forward to help him. And Leo just was like, no, he like, he like, I don't even think he said it. He just, just like put, put his hand, his hand out and, was, and we all were like, okay, but you could see or four, it was four of us, right? Yeah. Four of yeah. us. We were just like all like ready to help. 
for good reason. You know, we've all, you know, gone through our own version of scared and during this whole thing. It was nice to have Leo, a person that has lived the life of being a in a wheelchair and been like, he has like, like he can do pull-ups in his chair, right? Like, Connected to his he's chair. He's like, yeah. he's like that. Holy shit. Strong. He's, yes. He's, he's huge. huge. Jesus and so to have like a person that we respect and trust to just be like, it'll be okay. Stand back. And then he was, and he was able to bench press. And it was just like this, like such a inspiring moment mm. to, to see like a person that you want to like, make sure never gets hurt again is also like, he also has to do it himself and he can. And so let him. And so that was like a big moment, I think Mm -hmm. for us to see how far he could be pushed um, and to see the results come from it has. Yeah. I mean, he has, he's so strong now and I'm so grateful for that. I I totally get it. I mean, I get it like on, on your end too, of like, (laughs) here you are, you're a fucking comedian and an actor Mm -hmm. and you're doing all this shit. And then it it is like we were talking about earlier where you have to take on now, you know, people that followed your story have a relationship. I mean, even I did coming into this Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's not on your terms, you know, Mm -hmm. and you don't want to be the fucking skylight wheelchair guy. You know, you're like, like, I just want to fucking do bench press. All right. Can I just fucking bench and just let, you know, I'll figure this out. I don't need you fucking, you know, well, that's something that, you know, like me and Aaron have had to work through, too, because she was there that night. She yeah. was she saw me got hurt and we've had to work as a couple, you know, that that she has to, you know, she wants to protect me and, and doesn't want me to get hurt again. But at the same time, I need to get my independence back and yeah. I need to do more by myself. And so. It's been a challenge for both of us for Aaron to go, okay, I'm going to let you do this and I'm not going to help you. It's real, it, like my heart, my, my watch is always like, breathe, you seem stressed. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just making, I'm just not helping uh, in a time I want to desperately. It is, it's been, but it's good. It's, it's good for both of us. Ugh, but it is horrifying. Yeah. You know, I want a wife who's, you know, caring and wants to take care of me. But at the same time, I want to get as much of my life back as possible. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, you know, we we're talking about earlier, you know, like hormonal shifts or aging and all these kinds of things. I, you know, I had it. I, I had this identity where I played sports in college and I hate to bring it up. Um, oh, uh, you I hate to bring it up. I never we mentioned that it. I did play sports in college, but, um, uh, you have like these in our lives, we have these spiritual deaths that happen to where you have this mm. certain identity and you have a certain way of life and then it stops or changes. And I mean, at the end of the day, our bodies are going to fail us, you know? And so we get little like glimpses of that over time to where it's like, Oh, can't stay up all night. Like I used to, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's done for me. How do I evolve now? And so, and you just, you know, if you're, if you're adaptive and you're open, you figure out ways, you know, and you see it, mm-hmm. you see it in people all the time, like fucking your boy, Leo doing pull-ups, you know, connected yeah. to the chair. I mean, that's, you just, you figure out ways, but you need to have the space to figure that shit out, you know? And the time and the time. Yeah, yeah. And the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, two years isn't a lot of time, you know, to, to learn how to be in a wheelchair. And then plus it's, you know, pandemic COVID. <laughs> yeah, and so Jesus things Christ. aren't open and there's, you know, not much to do. And so, that adds another layer layer of difficulty. Was that well? And go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I'm like watching him go through because we're saying two years, but it's been 
only like 15 months since he's been like not in a hospital, not in rehab. Like it's been less than two years for him, like actually out in the world navigating. And, but the thing I was going to say is like him, him being in like the best shape of his life before the accident, like probably saved his life more than any of us Mm. can ever like actually know because he he had the muscle he had the he had the strength to go through what he did go through in the hospital right. through multiple like infections and surgeries and and and, and I heard even, I heard like when you were coming to the first time and the doctor said uh you have uh your father to thank because all this carrot juice and carob chips <laughs> saved your life without those <laughs> Yeah, I'd be telling a different story right now, and you're like, that "Holy is shit!" That is true. That, that is was true. the first you heard right, right. And then my dad slipped him a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> it's a thank you, doctor. But yeah, that's I think like, and then even like he had another surgery like a year after, and he had worked so hard to get so strong, and then he had to do another stent in the hospital, and then again it was like having another step back but because he had taken all of those steps forward it wasn't as hard on his body mm-hmm. and so i am grateful that jason is always like trying to push himself because you like physically because in this like with the spinal cord injury you kind of have to stay ahead of your own body in terms of like strength and wellness yeah you were mentioning ryan that you have an auto uh, immune disease or I don't know what the heck yeah, you got. I you know, that, I'm yeah. not your doctor. <laughs> uh, but it, it, being uh, w- with a spinal cord injury, I'm also uh, immune deficient. And so, yeah. you know, COVID is, is extra, you know, you know, dangerous for people like me and people with spinal cord injuries. Shit. Yeah. Do you, so yeah. ha- has this cut into your, well, I, actually, I just want to say something really quick. So for people that don't, that don't know, um, this wasn't like, um, this this thing to where Jason fell, you know, woke up and then was in a chair. I mean, it was a long recovery just to get yeah. into the chair where you could be outside. I mean, it was a long, it involved recovery for you. That was, you know, yeah, yeah, har- it was five months, harrowing yeah. to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just like even like simple things of like just being able to move yourself, transfer yourself from the bed to the chair. Like that alone, like it's like you don't realize how much strength that that takes. Well, yeah. And to see where he is now, like I remember we used to not be able to go more than like one place because that was like four transfers in and out of a car. And now he's like transferring in and out of the car. We're not even worried about it. We're going place, 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 place. Like that strength is it's so important and it's so taken for granted like by like by an able-bodied person quote unquote. you know it's like mm-hmm. a, i never thought about how many times you get in and out of a car to do like a day of errands you know right and now we're not talking about you we're not um <laughs> no but i remember when i was first learning how to transfer from my chair into the car i was petrified yeah i was like that that eight inch gap between my chair and the the seat of the car. I was like, I'm going to fall to the ground here. I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And uh, I started doing it and now I can do it very easily, you know, but at first I was very scared to do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's the, the, like 
the ad- ad- adaptations you have to make and then how seemingly impossible and then how they've just become so routine. It's really, it's really unreal. I mean, I, yeah, man, that's, that's so intense. It's all the stuff you don't think about. And then we're, yeah. you know, we're, we're nowhere near as uh, accessible as a society as we should be, you know, with given the amount of resources that we have, <clears throat> you know, right. you look at like, we're like in LA, which is quote unquote progressive. And it's like fucking, it's a joke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. And you don't really, people don't think about it. People don't think, can a wheelchair get into this building? If you don't have a wheelchair. Right. If you're not in a wheelchair, you know, and it took, uh, you know, a law to, you know, 30 years ago, the American Disabilities Act to make it a law that's saying, hey, you need a ramp for people to get into buildings. Right. You know, but before that, if you're in a wheelchair, I can't imagine how tough it was to live your life. Yeah. So so right now you you're you know, you're involved in constantly involved in like rehab and taking care of yourself. Are, so did COVID shut all that down? Are you not able mm-hmm. to go to facilities as much or? Well, there was a couple months where everything was shut down. Yeah. Um, and I do go to a, a rehab, uh, you know, like a gym for people in wheelchairs. Uh, it's called The Perfect Step. Um, and it's fantastic. It's out in Pomona, California. So it's like an hour drive, but I'll do it anytime because it's so wonderful. And they have equipment for people in wheelchairs. They have trainers who know what to do. So it's really a godsend. Yeah. So I go back there now because, you know, gyms have reopened, but I have to wear my mask when I go. But thankfully, before the pandemic, I bought a uh, a standing frame, which allows me to get into standing position. Fuck so yeah. I can I can, you know, load bear on my on my legs and I can do exercises standing up, which is good for my bone density. Fuck yeah. And then I also got a milocycle, which is like a stimulation bike that I strap into and I put stim pads on my legs that like fires and contracts my muscles in time with the bike rotating. Oh, hell yeah. dude! So I can get some uh, muscle tone on my legs back so they don't atrophy as quickly as they would if I wasn't using them. So thankfully I have those pieces of equipment that, uh, you know, I can work out on even though things might be closed. Fucking exciting. It's cool shit. And then you're talking about the asparagus shit. (laughs) It's like, like there's all this cool stuff. You know, you start, you start looking and like paying more attention to that shit. And then just thinking, man, if we, you know, if they really double down on these efforts, a lot can happen. That's also, you know, you see it now too, with like the vaccine stuff they're talking about and like the, um, and how slow things move, you know, cause it's like, wow, you know, you, something exciting will come out and they're like, well, this is just an animal models. And to make the leap over to humans is still a it's long huge. ways off. And then yeah. we got to mm-hmm. go through the, we have to make sure it's safe. And then, you know, then it, then it has to get approved. It seems like they should figure out a way to streamline some of that stuff. You know, you think so, but you know, it's, it's government bureaucracies that always screw it up. You know, it's, obscene. I wish we could just get the stem cells, and get the money to research stem cells, and then we probably could cure everything. Yeah, Jesus but you know, Christ. stem cells come from babies, fetuses, and we can't use those. You know, uh, I mean, not all of them, but <laughs> <laughs> not all of them. But I'm just saying, like, it's, it's like the it's, Pluey point ones. It's like there's a certain. It's like the discarded, right. but they're they're all everybody's all weird about that. And but uh, there's just yeah. something that always gets in the way of you know making medical you know advancements. Yes. And it's like those, you know, those people are like jerking off. 
And it's just like, when does life begin if you're fucking J and O? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. The J and O. Yeah. I've never heard that. Jerking and off. Yeah. Jerking and off, Jer- baby. If you're J Owen, and J. but Owen. meanwhile you're blocking these goddamn stem cells. You know what? Right. What is it, tough guy? It, that's really <laughs> true. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, right. Those little yeah. bitches. Right. Yeah. You want me to speak on your behalf? about jerking off <laughs> i'll do diagrams and stuff mm-hmm. um so okay so what's so what do you like doing for exercise now like what's what what's important what's your jam um well i thankfully i have uh, a, a trainer who is my wife uh who uh, helps me um and Aaron, uh, just she, i just want to say like aaron will keep if you say something good about aaron she sticks her tongue out <laughs> And I just did that. She just yeah. did that. So anytime she's she's complimented or something, Aaron will stick her tongue out. I can't is, stop it. And it's like, too late for my in my life to change. It's like because you're silly and beautiful. Yeah, maybe it's like a bra- like a confident kind of brag thing. <laughs> yeah, is it? Or is it? I'm just trying to dumb myself down yeah, to make myself more likable. Yeah. Oh, make yourself more accessible. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, so uh, so my exercise really has to be from the hips up. Okay. And so I do extra hip exercises, um, especially at my gym, uh, to you know to keep my hips strong so that my so I can sit up straight. Yeah. So I can reach over to grab things. Um, you know, keep my core as strong as possible. So keeping my core is important um and maintaining it yeah your posture is really good man i i feel like i'm i see you and like your shoulders are back and square and i feel like i'm hunched over in here like rush limbaugh or something (laughs) yeah yeah you are you're also speaking the same truths that he does (laughs) hey just getting the information out there to people do with it what you will yeah so it's uh core work is important but then also uh uh, since I'm using my arms a lot to, to move my chair, yeah. you know, to rotate my wheels, uh, um, my shoulders have to be well-maintained and my triceps have to be strong because I'm using them every day, all the time. Did your guns blow up after, you know, having to, you know, navigate the chair and all that stuff? Did you get some, some rip in the arms? They've got, they've gotten bigger. Uh, thankfully I've always had strong arms, yeah. you know, like in high school, I didn't have to do much, uh, with the dumbbells plug, uh, <laughs> to get my arms looking, looking good. But like when I started working out with Leo, when I keep working out with Aaron, like, yeah, they're still looking good. They're still looking good. But I have to now it's not a vanity thing. Right. If I don't keep my arms and shoulders strong, I'm going to be, you know, tired after 30 minutes going out and doing stuff. Fuck, yes. And it's like finding the balance of like knowing, okay, he needs his arms are his arms and his legs. So with that, we need to maintain his arms without like you can't destroy them, you know? Right, yeah. Like we – we have been working on, like, we have been getting him down on the ground on this, you know, big mat and working him out pretty hard. And then he has to get back up into his chair. Gotcha. Using the arms that we just, like, worked out really hard. Yeah. And so it's like finding a balance of not burning out his muscles in a way that will, you know, make uh, him. Handicap me. Yeah, yeah, even. No uh, unintended. But seriously, like, if my if my arms are shot and burned out, like, I can't go anywhere. That's it. I can't, it. I can't go, any, go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. 
So it is it is interesting because he wants to push himself really hard, like when we're on the ground, which I understand. And then it's like, well, I'm going to have to goblet squat you yeah, back into back your chair. Because I can't lift myself again. Yeah. yeah, which is like, you know, it's it's learning. It's all like a learning curve. Yeah. Figuring out what works and where like the line is uh, to not push past necessarily. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. You know, you feel like uh, I-, I was thinking like I've I've had like a workout one time, you know, where like I really pushed myself and then I was like at home and like I just I- and I was thinking like, man, if somebody wanted to, you know, like if my kid just wanted to get away from me right now, like I, I couldn't get to him. I'm like, fuck, fuck dude. Or if like somebody, you know. <laughs> He'd be just like, I'm leaving, Dad. He'd yeah. be like, I'm staying on the couch. So. Yeah, <laughs> see you, dude. Or he if won. like somebody wanted to come in and like uh, steal something, I'd just have to let them do it. You know, I'd be like, yeah. shit, man. I, you know, I, I, I cooked myself at the gym. Right. So enjoy. <laughs> and Take that's, it all. Yeah. That's why people do leg day and then arm day. So they're not yes. totally shot. You're right. I you, just have arm day. You just have arm day. <laughs> yeah. So if I do arm day, then like I, that's my day. Yeah. Because I can't do leg day because they don't work anymore. You got to manage so it. Yeah. I have to manage you it better. Manage yeah. It. yeah. Um, what, so what about nutrition now? Have you made adjustments to nutrition? Is there any? Mm-hmm. He's back to soda all day. <laughs> soda all day, day, baby. Dad, you listen to this? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Are Just you kidding, proud of me, you. daddy? <laughs> yeah. No, um, I still avoid soda. Um but uh, in the morning, I uh, take a high fiber shake, do high fiber shake in the morning. Plus, I do uh, like a, a green drink in the morning, too. So, you know, my digestive system, you know, is goes, you know, it's because I'm paralyzed from the waist down. It's compromised now. So I have to make sure I get as yeah. much greens as I can and as much nutrients as I can in the morning. Because I might not be able to absorb them as well as I could from oh, food wow. later in the day. That's yeah, that's something you would never think about. You know, that's yeah. to, it, so that's more planning then too. Yeah, in the morning, so I do a couple shakes in the morning before breakfast. Um, and, you know, and I take uh, you know supplements for my bladder and supplements, for, you know, like um, fish oil and uh, you know vitamin C. Aaron gives me vitamin C every morning and gummy form, and I love them. <laughs> But you oh, yeah, know, because I'm, I'm immune compromised, I have to keep my my vitamin C up, and I have to make sure that I'm you know yeah. zinc and protecting myself that way. Um, do you and are there supplements and stuff you're experimenting with as far as like um you, you know spinal cord health, you know that kind of stuff? I know there's always you know it's always dicey. You know you 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 hear stuff um, that you, sh- you know, people should try to take or whatever, or, you know, what's, what's the science on that? Um, there's nothing I'm taking specifically for my spinal cord healing. It's uh, basically just taking supplements and vitamins for all the repercussions of having a spinal gotcha. cord injury. Yeah. You know, yeah. making sure I don't, uh, get, uh, urinary tract infections cause I'm susceptible to that right. now as everybody with an SCI has. So I take cranberry pills twice a day. Okay. That people who are, have a normal bladder wouldn't need to. Gotcha. So it's that type of stuff. Where, like I have to keep this stuff up because of the spinal cord injury that I wouldn't necessarily have to do if I didn't have it. Um, and then uh, I also noticed that you guys have a Traeger. Uh, oh, yeah. How's that been going? You love it? Oh, uh, yeah. We love it very much. Yeah. I was talking about it last week with them that you love it and you would cook on it every day. 
We made ribs for Thanksgiving on yeah. that thing. We love fillets. We've done whole chickens on there. We've done, you know, a, a bunch of uh, steak and chicken on there. It's great. I love it. And I think it uh, helps us eat a little cleaner and more healthy than we it, ma- it makes it like, I don't know, it's exciting to eat. Yeah, yeah. I it's, don't know why it's so fun. Yeah. And it's because it's good. It's good. And <laughs> I don't do that part. Makes sense. Yeah. Which is nice. It's a delicious Jason thing that you don't have to do. Hmm. That's why it's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's coming together now. That's, <laughs> you make the veggies. Yeah, I make the veggies. Yeah. So, so what are some goals moving forward? Like what, so you mentioned you love playing basketball. Are, are you playing, I guess we can't now, you know, have games and stuff now because of, um, COVID, but yeah. right. I mean, I know, um, I mean, people have seen the murder ball documentary and, um, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, there is that. I mean, me and Aaron have done this before. There's a great organization called triumph who puts on events for people in wheelchairs. We've gone kayaking, we've gone, uh, hand biking, We've gone, uh, we play basketball, yeah. wheelchair basketball. I, I am so good at wheelchair basketball. Which is unfair. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It's unfair. Yeah. I, listen, I was so, I was like, how do I, like, where does this go in my brain as information? Because I, I, it, I can't, I can't get a spinal cord injury because then we, can, we can't both, right? right. That's, that's hard. And but also like I want to play wheelchair basketball now because it really fed into my because you're like, somehow good like, at it. Good at it. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Damn. People were some of the coaches were like, "You want to come play for the team?" I was like, "You can, no, she can walk. She can get out of her chair and walk." Yeah. This is my somebody thing. who yeah who can't this do that. Fucking God. bullshit. But she was very good at it. They did also want Jason to play. Um, they were, you know, he's young, he's handsome. They were like, you, you're in. Yeah, that's what basketball, but you know, that is in basketball. I'll answer you. But um, once, you know, I would love to do that. Like once things reopen, I would love to join a wheelchair basketball league. Um, I really liked uh, hand cycling, which was good. And I could get my cardio up. It's hard to do cardio in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. Cause, so doing where you're pumping your hands, that's a good way to get cardio. So I'd like to do that more often for sure. Yeah, they have like the UBE um, machines. Right. Not as fun though. That'd be cool if they had like a Peloton version of that, you know? They should. Yeah, they should. Yeah. They should. Yeah. I also want to try boxing with him. That's another yeah. thing we've... we've uh, talked about. I boxed with Santina and she really likes it. She's also in a wheelchair and it gets her heart rate up and we just don't have any pads and boxing gloves. We'll, we'll buy that and okay. I can punch your ass. Whoa, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, you get he the... means he will punch my butt is what he does mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't need pads when you got that, <laughs> got that big old ass. Speed <laughs> oh bag God. the booty. Uh, yeah. Speed bag Mike, on the booty. Mike Tyson the booty. Mike Tyson on the booty. <laughs> Um, and then, so, and then, so what, what else? Like, so what does the future hold for you? Stand up? Are you, when, when's the next show? I mean, obviously you have a fucking ton of material now. Yeah. I mean, I got some material. I wrote a pilot script. I'm in the finishing stages of that based off of my injury, but of our relationship. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that's coming together. I'm really proud of, I think, um, I'm uh, in next year, I'm going to get a lighter wheelchair, which is interesting to say, but my wheelchair is 40 pounds. Okay. Which means when I want to break it down and put it in my car myself, it takes a lot of energy and it's hard. 
But if I get like a, a lightweight wheelchair that are 15 pounds, I can do a lot more with that and I can lift it easier and break it down. Easier. Fuck yeah. You do more, what that you can do a lot more. You just, you're just more likely to go out and do shit if it's more. Yeah. If it's lighter. Yeah. What's, what's, what's the average weight of like a wheelchair is 40, like the standard or is that a lightish one, but you can go really no, light. I think 30 to 40, when they give you one out of rehab, they give you a bigger one. Okay. And as you get better, progress, as you get better at it, you lighten up the wheelchair to eventually you got a 15 pound wheelchair. 15 pound. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it really is. So like he has to take the wheels off. And then he has to take the whole body of the chair and lift it up and over him. So it's like into the car, into yeah. the car and, and not, not being able to feel like to not be able to brace your legs yeah. yes. to do that. It's all upper body. It's like, I, it's like a I'm power like, clean with your torso floating in space. Yes. yes. Yeah. It's yeah. An oblique power clean. Oblique, like it's like, uh, yeah, it's so in it's, so for him to have to do that, because it's not like when you're in, at some point you have to also get out. And so it's like just so many, it's just hard. I, it's so, we, yeah, that'll be 2021. We're going to get a light ass chair. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we also have a pool here um, and uh, it's been winter, so it's been too cold to use. But next year I'm going to get a lift so that I can lift into the, the, it's like a mechanical chair that yeah. lifts me and puts me in the water. And so I can start exercising and, and doing laps in the pool, which is really great. Is there any way to set it up like it so that it's like King Kong's hand, the oh, lift? Oh, right. Yeah. You know what? I think we can get somebody to design that. Look in. Yeah. yeah. It's worth whatever. drums to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the most uh, efficient yeah. Frugal way to do yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever cost I think is worth it. Get Rick Baker to do the creature design. I think he mm -hmm. did that one that I'm thinking of like Jessica Lang with uh, Jeff Bridges. That one was yeah. like yeah, a big, where the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's the smartest move. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for that. If nothing yeah. else from this show, you did get that. <laughs> uh, so I did my piece. Um, and then, and then, yeah, stand up. So what, so what, so what is it, what is a world like for standups right now? I mean, I guess I I'm seeing some people kind of doing some online shows, which is tough, you know, because you're not getting any kind of feedback. Yeah. These zoom shows stink, yeah. you know, like you, your feedback is uh, a face with heart eyes in it <laughs> yeah. or someone, you know, doing, you know, giving hearts, you know, my Ooh. colorful hearts to your, and you it's know, me. It's just, and it's Aaron. It's, it's the song me in the other room. Like I'm Watching, baby. <laughs> so th those things stink. Yeah. Um, I think stand up. I mean, people are doing stand up shows where you're on stage and people are in cars. Yeah. And they honk their horns when they like a joke. Do people so, try to do a honk that sounds like a laugh? Like try to kind of finesse the <laughs> horn. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's the least maybe they in do. the future, people will install car horns that are laughs. You know, you can get celebrity laughs. In your car. Like Waze has celebrity voices. True. You can do with celebrity laughs. Have you guys ever seen that video of Kelsey Grammer um, where he's just uh, singing like a song, but he he's just laughing in it? <laughs> I think so, maybe. I've seen the, the the video of him falling off the stage. Yeah, that's funny as hell. Uh, yeah. This, I don't know why it's so funny. It, it just is. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy, for, but it's so funny. He's okay. 
But um, I'll add that to the list of things for us to watch. Kelsey after. Grammer uh, laughing during a song, and also uh, opposites attract Paul uh, Abdul. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's it. There is him, and it's just him going like ha 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 ha, and it's like this song that he sings like a scat, like a jazz scat song, but it's just him laughing, and it's really weird. fucking wild. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. <laughs> I mean, he's a guy. You know, he had a, a a bad cocaine addiction for a long time. It's weird to think of Frazier like you know doing. Big chunk, coke. J- chunky rails of cocaine. Everybody was addicted to coke back in the nineties. You know him, Tim Allen. Yeah, that's he, all I can think of. But that's it. No, those the that's Cowboys, much, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, all the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Just all of them. All the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. There's a great. Did you read that Cowboys book? Um, it's like the Bad Boys of the NFL or something like that. Oh no, no, it's I've pretty, heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's a lot of cocaine talking there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> listen, now Stinger, are you wearing a shirt under your hoodie? No, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> it's just open and the chest hair is looking good. <laughs> I have wanted to ask since we started and I just, yeah, no, I was, got the moment. I scrambled to get this thing. You know, I like, uh, we had a lot going, we have some house construction going on kind oh, of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get it. I've got a sauna, like I put a sauna in my exterior, like the outside of my house. Nice. Um, but it's just it's just this ongoing thing, um, you know, where because I had to get it wired separately, uh, electricity wise, because it just you know it, you can't just mm-hmm. run like a whip out to it's like a two hundred and forty volt, and then now I'm not sure if I got the right size heater for it because you have to it's all based on because I'm using an electric heater. You can do them wood burning, I guess, but I'm going electric oh, well. for convenience, and you have to have enough kilowatts for the square right. footage that you're heating. And so anyway, well, I'm going to do a big, do you have solar panels? No, I wish. Do you guys have solar panels? Is this why you don't have a shirt underneath? (laughs) This is why. Sweatshirt? Sweatshirt? That's crazy. No, it's just my Guido-ness coming through. Okay, cool. Um, Uh, No, we don't have solar panels yet, but we're, we're talking about it. Are you going to do it? Some people came by our house to to tell us about it. We're, we're, I mean, our, our, uh, Utility bills bill are crazy. Crazy. So, we're oh yeah, about it. ours is staggering. Yeah. Wait, and then like when we when in the in the summertime when we're running the air conditioner and then like trying to do some little bit of landscaping with water, it's like because yeah. our water and power is rolled together. It's Dang, like yeah. fucking. We're talking, you know, Rick Baker designing a gorilla hand type situation. Yes. yes yeah. yeah. We know. Big yeah. Money, we know. Big money. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Jason, you're going to be coming back. Uh, let's hear oh, some, great. let's hear some goals. So what are, give us some goals. Uh, here's some goals. Um, I think my goals would be to be able to get up off the ground into my chair without any assistance. Okay. Um, I think another goal would be to, uh, get my core strong enough so that I don't depend on, I have like arms on my chair that I lean on, but I don't want to have those anymore. So I want to get Ah, my core stronger. uh, Yeah. So I can lean and grab things without depending on these armrests. Um, And probably another goal I think is just to keep, keep my weights where it is. Cause I think I'm at a healthy weight now. Um, and to just keep growing muscle and to, to make sure, oh, I also one more goal to be a, a guest again on the numbers. 
That's great. His fourth and final goal, yeah. And most yeah. important. Stinger already said, he said he would be. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, was, check that off. Check that off the you. list. Yeah. Write it down. So you put it out into the world, and then it happens. Like mm. uh, like Ellen DeGeneres. The secret. The secret, yeah. She's a big secret fan. It's just like, I needed a, a secondary house in Montecito, and then she wrote it on the I just imagined, board, I just thought of and it, it, and happened. it happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's relatable stuff. Um, <laughs> just like her special. Was the special good? Her relatable special, I thought was funny. It was just, uh, you know, her, I think all comedians, if they're successful enough, need to do a relatable special where they talk about how they're not relatable anymore. Yeah. I mm-hmm. do. I do think that. Cause Why pretend? I, I, I've heard about Kevin Hart's new special, uh, like the one he did during COVID and it's like very out of touch oh. and like that he talks about stuff that normal people are like, uh, what? So I I got my two Lamborghinis in the garage and they don't fit. (laughs) So I got to buy a bigger garage to put all my Lamborghinis in. Yeah. That's not a Chris Hart impression. Yeah. A Kevin Hart? That is the Chris Hart. That is a Chris Hart. I'm sorry. That wasn't Kevin Hart. Chris Hart's a guy we know and that's what he sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, but hers was funny because I think she was like, actually it's a few years old now. You call it out. Yeah. What Jason? Do you watch do you watch stand up specials or can you not do it? No, I, I watch them. I watched some of Kevin Hart's uh, recent one. Um, I really want to see uh, what is it? Nate is that? The oh one? yeah, Natalie Palomides, her new one. Oh yeah, dude, on, that on, looks uh, crazy. That looks, it looks so crazy funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of John Mulaney and uh, Dave Chappelle. I watch their specials when they come out, but there's so many. I mean. Netflix just really, you know, that and COVID is really making stand up just yeah. non essential work. <laughs> <laughs> nice, baby. Well, shit, man. This has been a real treat. I can't thank you enough for for joining us on the show. And thanks, uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, bringing it. Um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. And you'll come back and tell us what's going on with that, with uh, with the goals and. Uh, Aaron, anything else you wanted to add, Aaron? Anything else you want to ask Jason? Um, no, no, I, I'll, I have lots of, lots of questions for him, but I'll space them out over our entire lifetime. So I'd love if we could get every question you'll ever ask him right now, if we could. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. As an exclusive the, uh, for the show. <laughs> yeah. This mm. is the exclusive. Yeah. You're not too old for me, honey. I still love you. <laughs> That was the main one. That, that, that one, yeah. That's Every it. morning, I'm like, what about now? Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this new thing. A little exhausting now that you know how time works, that you <laughs> keep asking about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to keep an eye out on the rats, uh, the asparagus rat stuff. That's what, that's what I'm going to keep my ear to the ground on. Yeah, that, that, that shit blew my mind. I, I'm still wondering if you guys are messing with me. <laughs> no, no I'm gonna, I'll send you the it's, link. It's a TED Talk. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's cool. Is it a TED Talk? It's a TED Talk, yeah. Have you ever seen, there's this, and then we'll, this is a completely unrelated thing to end the show on, but um, people will love it, uh, <laughs> guaranteed. Uh, in the movie The Abyss, um, are you familiar with the movie? Or Everything so- you say, I've never heard of. Okay, isn't that annoying? Is that annoying to you? Because I feel bad. No, it makes me feel. It's bad. exciting. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. The Abyss. So the Abyss was this movie that uh, James Cameron wrote and directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, James Cameron. Titanic. I know him. Okay. Thank God. Yes. Right. Finally. It's hey, listen. It's all good. Paul Abdul. You know the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> 
Thank God. Uh, Thank God. He did this Three movie called theater. The Abyss. Yeah, he did this movie called The Abyss, and uh, fun movie, worth a watch. Ed Harris, um, Mary Elizabeth Mastronio, or something like that. Um, great actress. Looked like you were reading it. It's her last name. I always, I always add a couple syllables to it. A uh, uh, lot of good people in it, and you know, the movie was. I doesn't. I, th- I guess there's some stumbles a little bit in the third act. And it just did okay in the box office, but it was a huge budget, and it was they kind of pioneered that liquid CG effects, the CGI effects with like a face that comes through in the water and all this shit. So it's right, like what they did in T two. What they did in T two, they kind of perfected it more in T two, but we saw it first in the Abyss, mm-hmm. and uh, and so in that movie, um, Cameron did a lot of he did as much as he could to where it was actual real life. And, you know, the technology you would use was kind of things that people were already using or were going to be close to using in the future for this underwater adventure. And one of them is in this deep water pressure suit, uh, because um, they have to go so deep, like the oxygen tanks won't hold, uh, the, the person that was wearing the suit would have to breathe this fluid that's like amniotic fluid, the same thing you would breathe when you were in the womb. And... Uh, they show like they do. They show the guy how it's going to work with the rat in the movie and the rat. You see the rat under the water and like it sucks in this stuff and then starts to breathe in this fluid. And I read that it th- that the footage they showed was real, like it was the rat actually breathing this stuff in and that it does work. And I, I don't think it works in the same way that they have Ed Harris do it in the movie, but they're, they're able to oh like my. keep rats like breathing like this liquid somehow. And like in the movie, like they, it wasn't a special effect. Like they just showed the the real thing happening. Mm. And so it kind of was. That's- if we just got James Cameron involved in the spinal cord injury uh, community. Yes. We might. We might be able to get a cure. <laughs> yeah. We might have something. Yeah. Or a great new Avatar movie. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. kind of did it in Avatar. Just we're a little away from that. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll watch The Abyss. Yeah. Check it out. You watch Jason. The you, opposites attract. Have mm-hmm. you seen the abyss? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. But I remember that scene with the the, the, rat. the CGI liquid. Oh, the, yeah. li- the, the rat. Liquid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, might be a fun one for you guys to watch. You'll see stumbles a little bit in the third act, but it really there's some parts of that movie that really soar. If I don't <laughs> if I don't mind saying so myself. I love this like uh, movie critic version. Hey, this is fun. God bless. Uh, so great. Uh, that's it. it where can that's people, it. yeah. Where can people reach us, Aaron, if they've got questions? Um, they can reach us at the dumbbells. Yeah. Across all social media platforms. Jason, where can people holler at you if they want to see some comedy or, uh, check in with you and what you're doing? Uh, go to, uh, www.comedycentral.com. That's where comedy is. <laughs> right. But if you want to find me, go to, uh, my Instagram, uh, Jason C signs, on Instagram. And that's when I'm hollering at people, uh, on Instagram. And you can follow me there also on Twitter. Same thing. I, I deleted my Facebook account. Don't follow me there, but yeah, follow me on Instagram, but go to Facebook for your news. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is Jason does like to usually plug that. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great. Uh, so on behalf of myself and Aaron, and our Thank wonderful you. guest today, Jason, and uh, Eugene Cordero, wherever he is, uh, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Eat Clean, and Live In Between.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>